We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, friends. Welcome to Mavs Party. For those of you listening on the recording later, it's a shade before 10 p.m. on Thursday, January 5th. You're joined by me, Kirk Henderson, Editor-in-Chief of MavsMoneyBall.com, and tonight's group therapy is the result of the Boston Celtics reminding, reminding who uh, the Mavericks, who's actually a good team and who is a team still in need of some seasoning, some better players, some better luck. Whew. I don't really know what we're going to talk about in here tonight, team, because to be quite honest with you, this was a game where the Mavericks were bullied from pillar to post. Uh, Luca looked a little rough from the get-go. Everything else, um, you know, is kind of downhill. The fact that the Boston Celtics have a very, very good team. The Dallas Mavericks would struggle even with uh, all three of their, you know, missing rotation players suiting up. And, you know, it's just a reminder of kind of what the team has to build if you're looking at an honest-to-goodness contender versus the Mavericks. Um, that's kind of what I take away from this. You know, I, I, I found myself a little disappointed that some players didn't step up in a better way but I'm also not upset that those players didn't step up in a better way because the Mavericks are just severely outgunned against the Celtics. All right, let's go first to my man, Chris, who was waiting. Hey, to hang Kirk, out. How's it Chris, what's happening? Oh, nothing. Um, not, I'm not too mad about this game. I think we all knew that this was, this is just going to be a loss missing our players. I mean, Boston kicked our ass last time. I honestly don't know how we beat them twice last year. And I was actually at that buzzer beater game mm. last year, um, I guess because we had Brunson. And then the other one was Dinwiddie hitting the three at the buzzer. Um, but this game, yeah, we're just getting out rebounded. Bench players suck. I mean, Bertans is just worthless. If he can't hit a three, he's just a negative out there. Bullock. How, how many minutes did he play? He's 37. 
Wow, zero points. Thirty-seven minutes. I mean, guy, I could get points. He's out one there. guy. I think we should sort of, you know, if if there's alarms raised, it's it's Josh and I just Josh Bow and I just talked about this. There's a the the you know people who are panicked about er, Reggie early, and I was saying wait. I now will see that that panic is is a fair reaction. He looks, he just doesn't look good. Oh, we just have so many bad contracts. The heart, you know, Hardaway's a streaky player, but Bullock, you know, Bertans. I mean, uh, it's it is what it is. But I think for mo- most nights, average teams, bad teams, we, I mean, just ba- plan and simple. Just hit your threes, and we'll probably win because Luca's going to have. 35, 40 points, we're probably going to win. But against these really good players, I thank God Boston is in the East. <laughs> because the West, I mean, yeah, Denver's is great. And I, uh, Memphis is good too, but I feel like we match up good against Memphis anyway. But uh, we just have to get back at it. The, the good news is, you know, Saturday, going against the Pelicans, they'll be on the second night of a back-to-back. And I feel like the Mavs do play better when they – Maybe not on a back-to-back, but like at least having a one-day rest, I think that's when they, they play at their best. Because, I mean, they just had two days off and we just – I mean, didn't – They the, looked the tired. Self- that was the main takeaway that I, I kind of – Luka did yeah. not look good. Like, he physically did not look good. Like, he looked peaked. He could be under yeah. the weather, but he's getting double-teamed like the entire game. I mean, the Celtics are – the well, the, probably the best def- defensive team in the NBA. I mean, they, they look like it to me. So, um, so I'm not mad at this game. I, I was kind of expecting a loss. Thank God, like I said, that they're, <laughs> the Celtics are in the East. But yeah. if we even get lucky and, and strike something at the trade deadline and hit lightning in a bottle and make it to the finals, it was just pretty gobbledygook. Well, the West is such a – like, even through kind of my whinging, the, like, the Mavericks are still fine. You know, they, they, the West exactly. is so That's bad. Why I'm, not, I'm not worried. Yeah, yeah. So just beat the teams you're supposed to. You learn that lesson early in the season, losing all those games we shouldn't have. But at least they went on that seven-game winning streak, showing the potential that they can. You know, we'll get Finney Smith back, Josh Green back soon. I mean, I think Cleaver's probably out at least till yeah, I think probably he's March, right? Or he's probably the whole season, maybe. So I, even if he comes back, it's like coming back in any sort of form. Like right, he's going to have to have a rhythm. He's already 30, 29, 30 years old, so they can't expect him to bail us out. But I was listening to that that uh, under. Uh, after dark with you and Josh Bo about the whole Christian Wood thing. And he totally made, I totally agree with you guys. It totally made sense. There's no reason to rush on that and throw everything at him just because mass fans just say, just sign up, sign him now. You know, like I'm what, what y'all said was on point. And I totally agree with that, but, but they, got, yeah. you don't want to see a guy walk. And it, to me, kind of the clamoring for wood is much less about wood and much more a inherent fear that they're going to fuck up again as a front office. That's that's it's you know I like yeah. him too. I mean he he you know I I desperately would like for him to like really play really well against a good team. But that you know if they if they did offer let's say a two year extension thirty six million dollars, you think, I don't think he'd take. Oh it. yeah, okay. So he's uh hopefully kids not if he doesn't take it try to banish him back to the bench or something. No, <laughs> I don't think they'll do that because it's it's you know yeah it's not good business. You're gonna be losing games then so putting Powell in the starting lineup, and then we're, here we go again. Thing. So uh, hopefully they can figure something out on that. I mean, they're going to have to do something before that tread deadline. But, yeah, I, I totally agree with you guys with what y'all said, not 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 just rushing at it and throwing the four-year extension at it. I don't think you take it. I just – I really don't. 
Oh wow! I think he's he really wants to go to market himself. because the worst oh. the worst thing that happens to him is he goes to market and gets the kind of deal he's being offered at the the extension level. Like he's not gonna get with this sort of play. I think he's not gonna get less than you know more than he's making now. But he's anybody that offers him the max is nuts. So that's that. You just hope there's a bad team like that's gonna do that because I'm. That's just going to be bad for us if we just lose them for nothing like we did Brunson. But anyway, let's sure. just hopefully we can get back on track on Saturday and get a win. All right, man. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, let's go to David. Welcome back, David. What's up? Hey, Kirk. How you doing? Okay. Okay. What's going on on your end? Oh, man. Just uh, got the little one to bed and uh, was able to, to log on. So can you hear me okay on my Bluetooth? You sound great. Awesome. Uh, first time all week. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just, uh, I, I saw most of the second half, um, of tonight's game. So I didn't see, you know, what did, what happened with Luca? It was, it was the same. It sounded like he got hurt, but I don't, I never know what to think when he's hurt because he, you know, national TV commentators always overreact because they're not used to seeing him. I don't want to say like rope a dope, but he he he's so exaggerative and he's so big and strong that I I I don't have a good feel for what happened to him tonight. But they opted to basically sit him, which was the right call. Um, mm-hmm. he, he looked a little banged up, like he was getting hit hard tonight. Um, that was like there was there was a lot of excess content, I think, uh, or contact, excuse me. Um, and that just you know it's it caught up with him eventually. Yeah, I saw them a little bit in the first, like Al Horford, I thought like he put him down on the floor and I wasn't sure. It didn't look like it that big of a hit. And I was like, is he just doing, you know, Luca like you know, playing <laughs> right. it up for, for the future? Or like, is this, but he's also really strong. So it's not easy to knock him down. So I was yep. like, I don't know. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I was saying in the chat that uh, jokingly that this is, I'm just going to refer to the night as the, the Jaden Hardy game uh, or Hardy game. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, like that, it was refreshing that little stretch in the fourth to see him push the ball, even though I felt like the Celtics were just trying to like rub dirt in our wound, uh, keeping their starters in as long as they did. Well, I was here's why shocked. they did that. They did that because they got the shit kicked out of them by Oklahoma City two days ago. Oh, I missed they, that. They okay. lost yeah. to a Shea Gillius Alexander less Oklahoma City Thunder team, 150 to 117. They got embarrassed. So that was <laughs> oh, okay. kind of like their coach basically be like, you need to just dominate. Yeah. Okay. Well, did you notice the, uh, there was actually at one point I, there was an MVP chant when Tatum was on the, the free throw line. So I don't know who the hell was letting all these Celtics fans in the arena. Well, you know, this time I, I, I thought that was funny, but they got booed out. Luckily the Dallas fans woke up enough to like just shout. Tatum also down. did look great. He looked real good. Oh, he did. He looked, he looked very good. And you know, remind like they did a shot of the Celtics bench, and I just saw the uh, the excess talent, like the fact that they've still got Blake Griffin, and then you know we're ending the game with Javale McGee. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather have Blake Griffin. Good lord. Um, but yeah, I just I you know I Hardy was fun. I I, I thought it was awesome just watching him push the ball. Uh, you know, I I not expecting anything from him this season, so that was good. But you know, just uh, I wasn't able to call in later that night because I was still on cloud nine, but. Ever since, like, I, I went to the uh, the Knicks game uh, for for Luca's moment uh, with the family, and 
like now that the new year, like I feel like I've mellowed out since last time I called and I was like bummed after that first Celtics loss. But I, you know, I just, I'm resigned that, you know, if we, if we lose Christian Wood, I want to get your take. If we lose Christian Wood, I feel like we're a first round team exit. And if we like, if we have to trade him, unless we get like some amazing, unless we fleece somebody. Uh, But if we don't get equal value back or we get picks back that we can trade later in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we get, uh, you know, we, we probably, you know, end up leaving the first round, but if we somehow retain him and get him on an extension, which would, I think would be awesome, then maybe the second round. So I was curious what you think this, the ceiling is going forward. What, where are your expectations at? I mean, right now, I think it's a first round exit team kind of regardless. I don't Reggie mm. Bullock being this bad is, is not something I would have anticipated at least defensively. Um, you know, Tim Hardaway had to guard Jason Tatum. Granted, they're not always going to be this bad defensively, but I just, they don't really have the pieces. I don't, I don't know what they do at the deadline. I do think they do something, um, but it's not, it's not going to move the needle too much. Like the, the Maverick last year, the Maverick plan for success post Porzingis became the three-headed monster of obviously, you know, um, Brunson, Dinwiddie, Luca doing stuff, and other people hitting threes. This year, the plan is Luca, Luca, good at basketball. That, <laughs> like, that's the extent. Like, yeah. like Christian Wood doesn't really move the needle. I'm going to piss people off saying that, but it's just like a great Christian Wood game or a bad Christian Wood game is not. You know, the Mavericks have won games with him, games with him being a starter, but that coincided with that seven-game win streak against four of the worst teams in the league um which mm-hmm. i'm not knocking like you beat who you're supposed to be you beat who's in front of you but it's just this team is just very they're somehow gonna have like a first round like they, they haven't they might be on the top four in the west i don't i earnestly don't understand what the hell is happening this year <laughs> both with like the mavericks and with like the <laughs> nba it's just it's a it's a weird weird year I mean, as bad as our front office is in so many respects, they, at least we're not the Timberwolves. Sure. No, because their, their future is bleak. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought ours is, is, is a little rough. But, you know, by 2025, depending on – provided we don't screw it up between now and then, we'll be looking great. And they're still sure. screwed. So, um, anyway, well, uh, yeah, I'm just going to relish the six minutes of watching aggressive uh, – that you know, the, the aggressive pushing and, uh, uh, you know, um, fast break basketball that – that Hardy put in there just to like mess up. I was, it, to me, I was like, that's what Josh Green would have done in the second quarter if you were here. But um, so I think once we get those guys back, I'm hoping that we can finish in the you know top five and maybe get a first round matchup. That's, you know, that's favorable to us. That's sort you know, of my, like, a, like, like not being in the plan is, is would be my team goal just because you never know what happens. You also want Luca to get some rest because they're just going to have to, they're just going to have to play Luca 40 minutes a night. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, at least he looked good on Dude Perfect. So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining, David. Thanks. Right, talk soon. Okay. Coming up next is Tyron. What's up, Tyron? Hey, Kirk. How you doing? I'm okay. What's going on? Uh, not gonna lie. I was very, very reluctant to continue to talk basketball tonight after I got into an argument with the guy at the game who said we should trade. I don't remember who he said to trade, but he did a trade for Mason Plumley. 
Oh man, Mass fans like them some white basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> that that blew my mind. But anyways, In this economy, uh, yeah, that's terrible. That is that is so bad. And I just ended the argument by saying, clearly, you don't watch basketball. Anyways, so um, yeah, I went to the game tonight, and the the energy really felt like okay, Lucas six, so. Let's just throw in the town now. Second, first quarter, almost. So it was. I felt like I wasted my time. And then, second of all, how do we have? How do we continue to start guys like Reggie Bullock, and you know, give Tim Hardaway the minutes that he has? And Jaden Hardy got in there. Granted, it was trash time. I understand that, but Jaden Hardy went in there and got the quickest ten points I've ever seen. You know, live. Which he wound up having 15 points. He was uh, he was consistent. He had energy and all that. And, and there's a particular moment that pissed me off as far as Jaden Hardy goes. Jaden Hardy got a rebound and then, you know, took off down the floor in a fast break. Literally, the other four guys on the court were walking down the court. He looked back at them, and he had to stop his fast break, pull the ball back out to the three, and give it up. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That... That was rough. <laughs> I remember that. The- that that's ridiculous. That is that is unacceptable. Is honestly what it is. And I, I don't. I, as much as I love the Mavericks, I've I've been watching the Mavericks since God knows how long. Right. I, I mean, like reunion arena days, and this is probably as bad as I remember things being. Uh, this is bad. I mean, even, hell, I was even wanting Jason Kidd to put JaVale McGee out there, not because he was going to get his points, obviously, but I think it was uh, late in the second quarter. Jason Tatum and all those guys, they were just driving at will. Yeah. And I think we had Christian Wood down there. Love Christian Wood to death, but if you have not a team that's that. driving on you, yeah. he's not your solution. Put a body yeah. down there. You always say basketball is not a hard game. Keep it simple. Put a body down there in the paint. They stop driving. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm just watching this stuff unravel, and it's very, very frustrating on so many different levels. You know, uh, and I listen to a lot of Mavs media. You know, we need another point guard. We need another, another this, another that. We have a kid who is one of the. I don't know if he's still the number one, or he's just one of the top scoring kids in the G League right now produces more than your starters do, yet and still we're talking about what we need. We want to go chase Mason Plumley. Well I think he'd I, I think I think Hardy would be pretty rough, but I don't he'd be a very different kind of he'd at least be something different for us to watch. Like if Reggie's not giving you much, because I don't really think Reggie's playing good defense either. No he's not at that point it's just like <laughs> what 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 can it hurt? I, I mean I I kind of been consistent in saying that if if Hardy's getting minutes the Mavericks are kind of in a dark zone but I didn't envision the West this wonky so I don't I don't see it Hardy's not going to be the reason you lose a game no but you know at the same time because I, I I've been on Josh Green Island for a long time now now he's you know before he got hurt obviously he was he was coming around you know so it, and I could understand if we were the Golden State Warriors, you know, hey, right, put right. Josh Hardy in over Steph Curry. No, you know, we're the fucking Dallas Mavericks that suck this year. Play those guys and see what you got, and then you know, try again next year. Yep. 
it, it, it's hard to watch. But anyways, I'm done ranting. I did have a question for you, Kurt. Sure. Those red circles that appear on the front of Luca's shoulders, what is that? Cupping. You know? Pumping? Cupping. It's um cupping. It's a form of injury. It's like a form of treatment where it, it's like it's suction cups. Like look it up. It's bizarre. I would I use some weird shit mm. because I'm old now and I'm always willing to try stuff to make myself feel better after a workout. But I think it's it's I'm trying to say it's it's injury management is what it is. And it mm. a lot of athletes do it. But that's where his pacey self, it really looks hilarious. Like, it looks like he's been abused. Um, <laughs> Got you. It's, it's a fascinating process because it's like you you do this. And I'm not, I'm going to explain it wrong. But it's 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 something that, like, I don't think I would ever try because I would, I would have those kind of dumb bruises on my arms. So. Yeah. Yeah, Chris yeah, in the chat says, it I didn't want to say this. It's, supo- it's supposed to promote blood flow to areas that are cupped. And so, like, blood flow is – like pretty key for injury recovery and for basically muscle management and things like that. So it's, it's, it's interesting. So very interesting. Uh, one more thing before I hop off and thanks Chris for that tidbit. That's right. <laughs> um, do you have any predictions or any feelings going towards the trade deadline? Oh, I think they move wood. I don't know why. I just think they move wood <sighs> because this, this whole, his agents had a full court press on everybody and their uncle. I'll just, you know, this show doesn't get listened to enough for me to get in any heat, but like you can, I'll just tell you, if you ever see like Christian Woods done this in a specific number of games, he sends, his agent sends the same direct message to anyone affiliated with Mavericks media. I mean, I've talked to at least 30 people who get direct messages from this guy and it, it's, I just think he's annoying and, and eh, that's not fair. I should edit that out. <laughs> I think the process is annoying and it's like building a narrative. And I think yeah. what's good enough for it to speak on its own, but I also don't see like what sort I, I don't know. It's just a feeling I, I could be wrong. I don't see what he recoups. That's actually the part of the problem, but that's where I am right now. Yeah. Oh man. And if we lose wood, then what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's what I've, been, I've been railing about this for, four years and everyone oh, it'll be fine it's like a, we, my favorite you know xavier's not in here right now but he talked about the bird rights trap where it's like you sign your own guys to contracts that are worth too much money the mavericks by trying to avoid the bird rights trap they ended up in the bird rights trap it's very their books are ridiculous yeah there you uh, go guys building, <laughs> i need to be lighter on them but yeah. you know, luka Doncic is the hard part yeah. all right man yeah, thanks so much all right thanks Kirk. have a good night. you too okay we got a few more folks Micah. Hey, Kirk. How you doing this night? I'm good, buddy. What's going on? I mean, I I just watched this get spanked by a better team. What else is new? But I'm a board single guy. I'm uh, watching the Clippers. And I know the Clippers right. bench their starters in the second half. Um. Yeah, they are. They are not serious. They're like that's just like it's. It's easy to get down on your team, but at the same time, you look around the league and you realize real quick, oh shit, it's not just us. Team building is hard because they're they're getting waxed right now. And it's like so. Yeah, it's just, um, 
I just feel like moving forward, they they just need to focus on making insulary moves. Like, I mean, uh, shout out Jazz. She kind of put this in my head, and it's like, like looking at this somewhat as a possibility, like a fire on a younger guy that's not being put up for uh, contract extensions. Yeah. What do you think about Grant Williams? Because it looks like he's seriously flirting. He's out there in the game wearing Luca ones, for God's sake. Like I'm on a podcast talking about, oh, he's got the card. Like I am like, terrified, terrified of him as a player because I think he's like like Draymond sent through a fax machine, and also um, who Ryan Rosillo you know, one of the guys used to be at ESPN works for Bill Simmons. Now talked last year about how Celtics teammates get so annoyed by him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm, you know, I, I do this with every player where I'm like, I don't like, I don't like anybody. <laughs> so maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. I mean, it's just, like you said, I mean, team building is hard. It's just um, trying to find the perfect guy that fits perfect. It's, That's true. It's hard. Yeah. No, he, just, he's an interesting like, player. I'll tell you that much. He's interesting. I just, I just feel like he's kind of like pretty much a copy of several of our guys that are on the wrong side of thirty. Yeah. So that's the only reason I would kind of be looking at somebody like that. I hope they do something. I just, I am the wrong person to ask because. Not enough teams like the Spurs today decided to mega tank <laughs> with some of the moves they made. Right. Today. But nobody they, else is they really are, doing that. They want Wimby bad. Like they are going for it. Yeah. Um but I mean this top ten draft is gonna be crazy. It's just like figuring out like what side of the spectrum you are as far as how far down the line you think you're really gonna be trying to compete. Like, yep. It's it's tough. Like, you look, good God, like, I swear, anytime I see somebody on the timeline advocating for Team Tank, I'm sending them Rockets clips. Yeah. Clips. Saying, so that's what you want Luca to play with. Right? Okay. Just think about that. <laughs> I understand. Well, thanks for stopping by tonight. Team Golden Park. All right. Thanks, thanks for letting me on. Right, man. You too. Okay. I'm going to go to my man Ruben to finish this out. Then I'm going to hopefully be done before 1030. That'd be nice. Because we got – have you guys looked at the schedule? They play four – like they have a West Coast road trip, which is going to end me. How are we doing? Uh, doing all right, Kurt. I, I watched that uh, whole game – Thank God Jaden Hardy got in, my guy. Mm. And I I just I just want more more playing time for him. Um but I kinda like just thought like during this green room, kinda just like sit back and like look at this season as a whole. It feels like um, you know, I'm I'm in the like if you can resign uh Christian Wood, yeah, do it. But just rethinking it like if you could move him to replenish your bench and also move THJ and Reggie, you know, the, the, the older guys, if you can, 
I think in the long run, you would be better off. I know um, maybe moving Christian Wood would be like a big hit to points, but if you could move him for some legitimate pieces that can create for themselves, I'm not, this is not talking about a big, uh, big swing. I don't think they're doing a big swing this year. Um, I think they'll do that when they get their picks back. But just thinking about it, I feel like this whole season, J.K. has been trying to get Reggie Bullock's stock up, THJ stock up. I think that's up. true, too. Yeah, just like, like he did with um, uh, KP. Yeah, and and I feel like the host, like he's giving Reggie every chance, but Reggie's stock is what it is at this point. It, we're way past December. Um, but THJ, his stock is pretty, pretty high right now. I would say um, for a contending team, he can, you know, contribute – um, but if you can move those guys, maybe for some more pieces for the for the bench. And I know Christian Wood at this point can. Am I crazy to think maybe he could get you a first round pick and a player? Maybe I don't. Not on an expiring deal. Not unless he's going to somewhere where they're like right. already pre agreed to like a contract. I, right. I didn't but think about that. That's what's but, hard. Yeah, and I and and tampering is. I'm pretty right. sure they're tampering right now. They're not dumb. But, um, yeah, if you could move Christian Wood for to replenish your bench, not even for a first-round pick, but just quality players for the bench, and I'm pretty sure Luka can turn those guys into some crazy scores or whatever. He does it every year with a different guy, I feel like. But I think in the long term, maybe that is what they're trying to do. Hey, we did. We tried to get Reggie stock up. We tried to get THJ stock up. We guys with a hardy with the green which is great like this i mean it's it's working perfect if that's if that was their plan um the only setback was josh green you know getting injured but he showed you hey i can step up if you have to move guys hardy he i'm i feel like they're trying to hide hardy i'm like like they don't want teams to start asking for him in a package but this guy like like when as soon as Luca, I think I see Bibbs in here. He had tweeted something where um, Jay started trying hard once he realized uh, he's replaceable. When Luca hit uh, Hardy with that corner three, I was like, uh, "Thj can get out of here because he basically is he he's like he could be Thj 2.0 or just a spot up shooter like Reggie, whatever you want to do, and he can also take it to the basket." And yeah. what and and the TNT announcer, oh. Uh, Hardy's running something to map do. I had to just quote that on, on yeah. Twitter. It's just young energy. But if that's their plan, yeah, let's I mean, I I'm not gonna be mad about it. Um I wish we could keep Christian Wood and add bench pieces by moving Hardy, uh not Hardy, uh somebody T H J yeah, T H J and Reggie. I wish we could do that. But if if it means getting a good package back for Christian Wood, I guess we just gotta bite the bullet. Um and and just do it, I, you know, and then then we can take the big swing with a good bench. I think that's that's a great uh, look for the future, though. Well, we'll see what they do. I mean, the next month is going to be weird. There's already, you know, the one part that I do love about the new front office is because Donnie Nelson is no longer involved, the Mavericks are just getting name dropped at everything. And I find that fun because I hated before – how there was just nothing with what was going on. Like it was just a bunch of quiet. Um, 
just every every trade deadline it's like like eking out news like i normally like i tease my buddy dalton about this all the time where he's always trying to trade for every player in the league but like right now if we can like back it up by some third degree of aggregation i think it's sort of fun to talk about but that'll be what the next month is i mean the trade deadline i want to say is earlier this year than i than than i remember it being in previous years so well thank you for hanging out with us tonight hey problem and i mean nico said we would have a seat at the table that was his 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 fire quote but i'm kind of more excited to see uh josh uh josh green hardy and luca just them i just want to see we them get josh on the green court. back man yeah like, i don't yeah. like how jason kidd is talking about him not that he's saying anything bad it's just it's cryptic and what the hell kind of elbow injury is like this like everybody in the mavs Moneyball slack keeps making tommy john surgery jokes i'm like it's not funny Maybe it's just the maybe it's just the way he dunks because he I feel like he tries to uh, destroy the rim every time he dunks. But I can't wait till he gets back. Um, and I just want to see him just just young talent out there with Luca. Yeah. All right. Thanks for hanging out, man. You too. Okay, I'm going to go uh, do something else. Uh, Actually, that's not true. I'm going to go do more Mavs Moneyball work. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with me tonight, and we will talk uh, to you guys. They have two games this weekend. They play uh, Pelicans, and they play Oklahoma City, so we'll be right back at it. Um, Bobby, you are in there, down there in the chat, um, really making an argument that that John Morant is cringe, and he's among the most popular players in the league for social media stuff, so it's uh, it's a difficult argument you're making down there. All right, folks, this has been fun. Thanks for hanging out on Mavs Moneyball Group Therapy. We will talk with you guys on Saturday. Have a good good Friday.